Listener Production. Hey there, welcome to your afternoon edition of The Briefing. I'm Bencion Siebert. Recently, I was back in my hometown of Adelaide at Kick-Ons at a friend's house. And I promise you this is not what we usually talk about at 3am, but it's that time of year and we were talking about Christmas songs, the ones that we actually like. And I said, I love Tim Minchin's White Wine in the Sun. Don't know if you've heard it, but it's just so wholesome and warm and fuzzy. It's sentimental, I know, but I just really like it. Anyway, I said this. And a friend of mine gave me this significant look that said, that's just not my experience of Christmas. And of course, they're right. Christmas can be wholesome and warm and fuzzy, but it can also be a time of intense stress and conflict and loneliness with or without family. This morning's briefing tackled how to deal with awkward conversations and conflict over the Christmas table. This afternoon, we want to focus on you and what you can do to look after yourself and your mental health over Christmas. I spoke to Dr. Michelle Lim. She's the Director of the Social Health and Wellbeing Laboratory at Swinburne University of Technology, and she has some really useful advice. Well, uh, Dr. Lim, thanks so much for joining us. What is it about Christmas and this whole period that causes so much anxiety and stress? Mm. I think for a lot of people, Christmas is really certainly the end of a, probably a very hectic year. It's also a time where there's a lot of expectations and pressures to get together with people that you may not see very often or may not like. And people have these expectations of what Christmas should be or what it should not be. Um, and I think that often those pressures and stresses are something that we might impose on ourselves due to expectations. It could be, you know, all the way to how we should feel um, in, in these gatherings. Um, you know, the expectations on gifts and and food and, and you know, those sorts of pressures uh, do actually sometimes get people a little bit overwhelmed. Absolutely. So those pressures and expectations, what can we do to manage those for ourselves so that we have a holiday period and these gatherings that might not be particularly exactly what we want, keeping ourselves mentally well during that period? Look, I think that's a very good question. I think it, this is about us regulating and reflecting on how we feel, towards, especially towards the end of the year. We may uh, feel more chaotic, for example, in the way we think, in the way we perhaps a little bit more anxious in the way we feel, and perhaps sometimes kind of make decisions that are not really good for our mental health. So mm. I think reflecting and, and thinking about what would work for you and how you can cope with the resources that you have. And, and in reality, we don't really have to or must do things, we put that on ourselves. So I think really reflecting and going, do we really have to? And weigh it out with your mental health consequences and how you feel and how you can manage those things. So often it's about rethinking and reshaping that so that we don't feel as stressed and so that we can kind of make clearer decisions that are better for our mental health. And what if you're dreading Christmas and you're finding that you're really anxious leading up to it because you don't know what it's going to be like, you think that there might be some awkward conversations, some conflict. How do you prepare yourself mentally for that kind of interaction? 
Yeah, I think it's really important for us to know that we don't have to put ourselves under that kind of pressure and we can take a step back or make decisions to constrain those conversations that might stress us out. And it is a matter of uh, letting the other person know as well that um, maybe perhaps it's not the right time to have this conversation and that you can catch up with them another time. And, Mm. you know, in many ways, Christmas is a time for more positive, meaningful connection. And, you know, if there are hard conversations or conflicts that do come up, which is quite common sometimes when people get together, to actually park those things and park those conversations and just spend the time having a meal together and spend the time in a kind of much more um, kind of more neutral space. I wouldn't say you don't have to be positive. You can actually try to frame the environment in a much more neutral feeling environment by kind of putting things aside. Do you think that part of the problem is this kind of idea, this image that we have of this part of the year where we're all supposed to be part of happy families and there's children and it's bright and shiny and there's all this kind of, um, like, it's like a compulsory happy uh, event. Um, Yeah, the pressure... Yeah, that's right. But I think the pressure to feel a certain way and to be a certain thing is especially something that's been imposed on us through the media, through, you know, culture, our society and, you know, years of how we spent Christmas. And the, the truth of the matter is that, you know, Christmas can be a very difficult time for many people uh, if they have Absolutely. estranged families, relationship breakdown, conflict. And there are people who choose to have Christmas with with different people because, life is too short for them that they, they choose not to have Christmas with their families or people they have conflict with and make those mm. decisions. So I think that Christmas is a very difficult time. It's not always easy for people and to, to, to ensure that you give yourself permission to feel a little bit stressed out and to then take that step back for yourself because it's really, you know, you have to empower yourself to actually manage some of those stresses in your in your mind as well. One of the key emotions that can come up, I think, during this period um, whether or not you are spending time with family, whether or not you're spending time with friends, is just a sense of loneliness because you might feel disconnected from those people or you might not actually be able to see those people or you might not want to see those people at all. You might might be literally alone on that day. You are an expert in um, loneliness and what to do about that? What should we do to um, keep ourselves healthy and combat those feelings of loneliness? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, And loneliness, of course, is a a feeling that we might feel even outside of Christmas period, but it can be exacerbated because perhaps we might be physically alone and socially isolated. So physically alone. So perhaps you might be uh, seeing fewer people. Uh, for those of us who feel lonely, uh, it's really around the fact that we don't have those meaningful social connections that actually fuse our social life. And I think during this this period, it's really important for us to uh, ensure that we reflect on uh, who do we need to actually f- nurture that part of, of ourselves and whether we have those resources to be able to um, initiate or manage relationships that can actually help us feel more connected. So if you feel lonely, that's okay. Uh, All of us, uh, at least one in three Australians feel lonely at any given time. 
even outside Christmas. But what we need to do is not stay lonely. So loneliness itself is very normal, but let's actually take steps to actually find those meaningful connections that you may desire. And that could look like very differently across different kinds of people because again, loneliness is subjective. It's not the same for me as it is for you. So what is it that you need to feel like you have those meaningful connections? It's a nice time to reflect on that. Mm-hmm. One of the, uh, I guess, unusual things, or becoming less unusual, I suppose, now about Christmas time in Australia in particular is that summer is a big time for natural disasters. And for some families, especially in far north Queensland at the moment, Christmas will be so disrupted, to say the least of it. What would be your advice to people who are going through that kind of calamity at this time of year? Yeah, look, especially with people who are going through these sorts of stresses, you know, things like buffering natural disasters. um, It's also about being connected to a community that can really help support us through these difficult times. And the community, so people outside your family, you know, your neighbours, you know, and people who can help within the general area, our source of comfort, whether it's instrumental support or emotional support, it is also a shared experience. So you are not alone when you experience these sorts of natural disaster stresses to really lean into each other. And all of us had that experience during COVID where we all helped each other, neighbours were helping each other, we got to know each other. This is that time where we can be more connected to our wider community because that's so important for our recovery, um, not just uh, financially or um, emotionally. It's, it's, it's very much as a whole that we will have to recover together as well. Absolutely. And just one final question. What would you say are your top tips to cope over this period and to have a good time if you can? Yeah. Look, I think the top tip is to understand that this period will pass. So if you do feel really incredibly lonely, uh, perhaps you might be going through some mental health stresses more than usual because of Christmas. Remember that time passes. This is not a a static thing that doesn't change, that time will pass and things will get better. And uh, there are times that you may feel more connected with people because you're maybe even more able to see them. You have more access to them, perhaps with your regular social routines and, and, and friendships. You might feel lonely because that simply is much fewer things to do. Again, this is a quiet time and perhaps using it for good and for reflection and for recharging yourself um, as opposed to always looking outwards. It could be a really nice opportunity for you to reflect and for you to reset for 2024 or the next year. It's actually critical that we actually also look inwards and take care of ourselves uh, before we can actually look outwards. That's a really great note to finish on. Dr. Lim, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. That was Dr. Michelle Lim there. 
Now, however you spend the holiday period, whether or not you're lucky enough to have holidays at this time, I hope you have a wonderful end to the year. And on top of the conversation you just heard, there are some really good resources you can use to help support your mental health at Christmas or at any time of the year. One of those is lonelinessawarenessweek.com.au. There you can find out about the signs of loneliness, what to do if you're feeling lonely, and how to help someone else if they're feeling lonely. And if you or someone you know needs help now, reach out and call Lifeline on 13 11 14. The briefing team will be back in your feed at 6am Christmas Day. I'm Ben Sion Siebert. Thanks for listening. Listener.